Hello, 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 and welcome to this episode of the New Story Podcast with me, your host, Rebecca Conran. This week we're looking at the dates of December the 11th through the 17th of 2023. Um, first of all, I just want to thank those who have been, uh, we had a, a new patron on Patreon and um, a Venmo donation um, thank you for helping to support the availability of this podcast. Appreciate your donations. Um, most people just give five or ten dollars, um, whatever feels right to them, and whatever is um, feasible. Um, anything that you can give back into it just goes into the availability of the hosting and um, the cost to just put it up. Um, so thank you so much for that. And, uh, if you want to become a patron or, um, gift any amount via Venmo, um, it's in the show notes. So this week we're looking at, um, quite a few adjustments. There's definitely a lot of big ticket items going on that are, um, empowered by the this Pluto season that we're in this this last elements of of the Pluto season that was me uh, turning off my lamp because it was in my eyes um, I think so much of what is going on for us astrologically is really being um, like the overarching theme of this Pluto and Capricorn at the final degrees I think is really it's a tenuous time. It's a transformative time. Um, this isn't easy. I don't think anything's going to be easy during this period. Um, and it does change signs January the 20th. And I think that will lighten things up a lot in terms of, yes, there's still going to be so much tension in the world and suffering and, you know, coming out of these controlling aspects of Pluto, and, and it's obviously, it's not Pluto doing anything. It's how humans are, react to that Plutonic energy within them. So the urge to control or the urge to transform. Um, and transformation requires a release of control. So when we have Pluto, we have both things happening at the same time. We have the urge to control and the urge to release control. And for those of us, um, who want to work with this in a loving and compassionate way, we want to surrender the need to control. Um, and the need to control can come through many avenues, obsessions, addictions, codependency, um, any type of holism, right, um, is going to really show us where we are trying to control something. Um, and we really need to surrender and open. So this week, um, you know, the major thing that's going to be happening is Mercury is going to turn retrograde and that happens on Tuesday, but we're going to feel it the day before we're going to feel it the day after. Actually that happens on Wednesday, Eastern time, Tuesday, Pacific standard. Um, but it doesn't really matter when the actual degree turn is because we're really going to feel the build to it, um, around these, these whole days. So, um, I want to just read to you about 
this degree from inside degrees by Elias Lonsdale um, this is a book all about what the different degrees mean and so the degree that the new moon or that the um, that Mercury is turning retrograde in we also have a new moon on the same day but the degree that Mercury is turning retrograde in is nine degrees Capricorn and this is this degree plays a huge part this whole week because on Thursday, the moon is going to conjunct Mercury retrograde in this degree too. So I feel like there's a big chunk of this week in the beginning that really is dedicated to the, the themes and the energy of this, of this point. So Capricorn nine, this book, um, uh, labels this degree as a woman washes a man's feet and dries them with her hair. Unfallen light becomes a force to be reckoned with for it seeks to renew the world. Small things add up here as ritual pervades greater worlds being called in to meditate, to mediate, guide, heighten, restore, and heal. Your intuitive faculties are resplendent with inner pictures. Some, something great to be done in small steps, taken up from within. A great journey from the origin of the world to full creative power of the living spirit enacted faithfully. And I want to read to you from the Sabian Symbols. Uh, by Mark Edmund Jones, the same degree, just a different way of explaining it. The label here for this degree is an angel carrying a harp. And it says, here is a continuing sense of spiritual source as it pervades man's consciousness, enabling him to avoid the limitations in any given situation, and so to drive ahead to a point of self-fulfillment. And then the keyword that they offer up is attunement. And so when it's in its positive degree, it's a special gift for inspiring others to accomplishment and for realizing the ultimate dreams of self as a consequence. And when negative, simple fantasy and uncritical self-superiority. Um, I just think that this, I mean, this is in, its, in, and as, in and of itself a beautiful degree, right? Because when we think of Capricorn, we think of building and um, the themes for the beginning of this week really do have to do with building and what are we building? What are we creating? Um, what are we climbing towards? And so this degree is we're, we're climbing towards just a higher vision, a higher way of being um, and we're allowing our light to be a force to be reckoned with. Um, and again, you know, it calls in to note that these are small steps to be taken. Um, they're not giant leaps right now. So let's, let's get into the, the whole week, just thinking of that as some of the main themes that we're working under and that a lot of the other energy that we're going to see this week is going to be under the umbrella of those, um, of those themes. So on Monday, December the 11th, we've got Mercury in Capricorn right before it's going to station retrograde sextile Venus in Scorpio. 
Um, and then we also have the sun in conjunct uh, Uranus. Uranus is in Taurus and the sun is in Sagittarius. So when something is sextile, it is bringing new opportunities into view. And so Mercury, the mind, the messages, there are new messages around how to give and receive love, our self-worth, our morals, our beliefs, our resources. Like we're putting the pieces together mentally of kind of the steps to take, what to do to build what we want into reality. The sun in conjunct Uranus tells us that we're not yet ready to act. And this energy kind of comes up all week that the ideas are there. The small steps, yes, maybe there's action to be taken there. Um, but the um, change, the real radical change that we are desiring, that Uranus energy, we can't quite um, see a way for our collective identity to... Um, make those big leaps yet. Um, and so there's obviously going to be a pull around that. There's such a pull around that. And this isn't, this is something we've been working with. It's something we'll continue to work with, but this is a day where we may feel it more powerfully just because the next day, Tuesday, the 12th is a new moon. And we know new moons are really, um, points of intention. They, they begin a new emotional story. And this one begins, on the same day that um, Mercury is going retrograde. And what's interesting about the degree of the new moon, the new moon's all about transmutation, alchemy, and really bringing that inner experience out into the outer experience. It's a magical, magical um, point for us to tune into, you know, Sagittarius is, um, seeking the knowledge of the universe. You know, it's trying to, it's the philosopher. It's trying to make sense of this experience we're going through. Um, and it's trying to make sense of it in a, in its infinite vastness, not just in the human sense of it. And so this new moon has this beautiful energy of that, pervasive sense being available to us, you know, of us being able to align with that greater purpose. And then with the Mercury retrograde in Capricorn at that nine degree, ninth degree, um, you know, what hopefully we're doing is we're tapping into that beautiful sense of vastness in the universe. Um, and the beautiful sense of mystery and the hope and optimism that can actually come out of that. And then we are using it as a catalyst to bring more light in and to be that force of light. Um, and the visualization you might make around this, the meditation you may do around this energy is, um, being a big, beautiful, bright star burning in the sky, you know, steady and you're there for millions of years and you're shining so brightly and just being that, not having any other thing to do other than that shining, bright, burning, fiery heat, um, 
of, of, of the stars. And so, you know, as a natal moon in Sagittarius, I can tell you that this placement, I believe, brings a lot of optimism even to the darkest emotions. It definitely has for me personally. Um, and I'm a, I'm a cancer and a Mars in cancer. And I, I really feel that, um, having moon in Sagittarius is such a blessing and, um, you know, we're really calling up that deep ancient wisdom that we all have in our cellular data. Um, and we're bringing that out during this new moon. So whatever ways that you are able to attune to that, this is the day to do it. Um, this week anyway, (laughs) um, we're being asked to drum up our connection to our divine feminine, that feeling, being, creating, and sometimes even destructing. Um, because we're setting the tone for leadership in our lives. We're, we're setting the tone to enter into a new era of freedom. And any ideas or thoughts that have blocked that flow of love, um, they're really capable of being burned away by the fire of this moon. This moon is like... Um, a time to feel the burn, but in a way that's enlivening and puts a little pep in your step because you're like, it's a little bit of fire under your butt that you needed, you know, to, to, to step forward with some things that you might not have done before, just to feel a renewed sense of, yes, this is my focal point. When we think of Sagittarius, we think of the archer and we think of taking aim, being very focused. And in that way, Sagittarius and um, Capricorn are so similar because they will, they both um, have an extraordinary amount of energy to reach goals and to focus on a goal. Um, So Capricorn our mind being in Capricorn, that's providing the endurance and the new moon, our emotions and our inner persona in Sagittarius, that's providing the inspiration. You know, some things to tune into around this energy is when you seek attention from a lover, from your phone, from alcohol, from whatever distracts you, what you're really asking for is comfort and soothing. Um, you're begging for it at times, um, begging to be seen, to be paid attention to, and ultimately to be nurtured with a deep compassion. But only you can provide yourself with comfort. There is no substance. There's no appropriate person or placeholder. And ultimately we're never going to feel free until we're free of the attachment of outside stimuli and, and we're deep in the comfort of our own consciousness, which is here for us now. That freedom is present, is ever present all the time. Um, but this is a moment for us to open ourselves, to open our arms, to come home to the entirety of the universe within us. It's all there. And when we long for a partner and we long and we feel that sense of loneliness, we're really longing to connect with that sense of the entirety of the universe within us. And that doesn't mean that you won't have a loving partner or that um, you can't connect with other people. 
But we know the difference between uh, a healthy feeling of being around someone or being in an experience and an unhealthy one. And the body will prompt us and tell us where, you know, we really need to focus on that connection with the expansive nature of ourselves. So, um, this retrograde moment, this day, this is a powerful time. Um, Capricorn in its highest expression, as I often say, it's here to build the spiritual into reality. It's a masculine doing force, but it's gotta be of service to the feminine, um, force, (laughs) you know, otherwise it's just ego. Um, and man has built his ego into reality, but man is not the most powerful force in the universe. And this is a time to really tap into the actual powerful forces in the universe that are within us that have a lot more to do with compassion and love and connection and oneness than trying to see our ego and our personality reflected back at us. So what intentions do we want to set for the world we want to live in? What small steps do we need to take to align with those intentions moving forward? The greatest of journeys are filled with many small steps, and that's what we're tuning into around this energy on Tuesday the 12th and Wednesday the 13th. And then as we have... um, Uh, On the 13th, uh, the moon is going to move into um, Capricorn (laughs) Uh, in the early afternoon for Eastern and in the late morning for um, Pacific Standard Time. And so we move into a little bit more of a practical sense. And on Thursday the 14th, we've got the moon in Capricorn conjuncting that um, degree of the Mercury retrograde. So we're these all these days, how are we building? How are we defining our goals? This is all comes into a, a very paramount uh, view. Um, we're working with this energy, you know, Monday through Friday, basically. Um, so this is a really important time to, um, prioritize and to set the stage for yourself. This really isn't a time to fuck around cause you're going to find out, you know, um, you want to really be, um, using this portal of time to, in a, in a wise way and really put your spiritual practice first. Um, so maybe you, maybe you have to carve out the time to sit and write your intentions, to meditate, to dance, to make art, what, however you go into a zone of beauty within. Um, but I think it's a very personal and private sort of experience. Um, Capricorn doesn't really need anyone else to make its way in the world. Um, and neither does Sagittarius. So these moments are not really shared moments. I mean, they could be, you could discuss them with friends, of course, but this is a very personal moment to really, um, be working on yourself in an individual sense. Friday, the 15th, we've got, um, Mars and Sagittarius trining, um, 
Chiron, and early in the day we've got the Moon in Capricorn conjunct Pluto in Capricorn. So we're bringing in, um, you know, Chiron is the wound where the light gets in. And um, so that being in a harmonious <clears throat> connection with Mars shows us that there are healthy actions to move forward with around this energy. Um, this is a time when, you know, we need to, we need to take the steps and it is, there is some action here. It's not just sitting and being in our receptivity. There's something to do around this energy too. And we may feel really pushed to do it because our emotions are being very, um, pushed to transform. And, you know, the moon goes through every sign once every month. Okay. So every month, the moon goes through all the signs for like two days at a time. So the moon's been conjuncting with Pluto every single month um, for the last eight years. So it's not like it's not like it's a, a new thing. But I think as Pluto gets closer and closer to changing signs and it's in these final degrees, when the moon which is our most sensitive spot, touches on these points, we definitely feel that need for change and that need for transformation. And conversely, we also feel that difficulty in letting go of control, of surrender. And so here we have a day where, um, you know, there's actions to be taken towards letting the light in through the wounds. On Saturday the 16th, we've got the moon, uh, in Aquarius, it's going to enter Aquarius, um, in the evening of Friday, the 15th, we take a more detached perspective with our emotions. Um, freedom is more, um, you know, on the agenda. Um, the tone is freedom when the moon is in Aquarius. Um, and we also feel more connected to, even though we feel more individualistic, we also feel more connected to how the individual um, works within the whole. So we're more humanitarian around these times. We feel more empowered with what's going on in the world to take a more humanitarian viewpoint um, in an emotional way. Um, and on this day, Saturday the 16th, we've got the moon squaring Uranus and we've got the sun uh, squaring Neptune. So this is a day, again, where we, we're feeling that, Uran that uh, Aquarius season coming in and it's hard to look away from how inhumane so many things are in the world right now. Um, and once you, once you tune into something that's inhumane, you have to register all the things that are similar to it. And one of my, um, one of my thoughts on why, like the United States won't state outwardly that what's going on in Gaza is, is wrong. It's wrong to just carpet bomb citizens of the world. Um, is because to acknowledge it would mean that we would have to acknowledge as a country and as a government, all the other, um, 
comparisons to that behavior that we participate in, that we have participated in. And it's something that obviously wealthy people and people in positions of power don't want to do. They don't want to take responsibility because that's going to cost them something. But for most of us around this energy, you know, when you open your eyes to something, it becomes this new perspective that then becomes a filter which with which you take in the whole world by, you know, um, after me, the Me Too um, explosion uh, and expression initially, I think we all look at TV programs differently. I think we all look at the way that people speak to one another differently, of, of how women are treated, of sexual abuse, of, you know, um, after um, George Floyd's murder, you know, we started to take in information in a different way after we were met with that information in terms of, like, we had that experience of seeing this information poured out before us, we learned something. And then that learning really adjusted our viewpoint on everything. And so we're not getting less humanitarian as a collective, we are getting more humanitarian. And in order to do that, we're witnessing more conflict internally and externally with where that notion doesn't meet where the notion of humanitarianism is absent. Um, and it's not that things are getting worse in the world. It's as inhumane as it's ever been. It, but now we're at a point where we don't want to sit and be, um, what's the word when you're in on it to accomplices to this. We don't want to be accomplices to it. And we also, um, we want, we don't want it to happen, period. Um, we certainly don't want it to happen in our name or with our finances, but at the end of the day, we just don't, we want it to stop. And so, um, I think the moon in Aquarius, and when I said we're moving into Aquarius season, Aquarius will be its own season in a couple months, but what I really meant was we're moving into Aquarius era. Okay, so when Pluto's in Aquarius, it's the era of Aquarius. We're moving into a time where we have to work together and the 99% of the world has to learn how to unify or humanity will not survive um, because left in the hands of the rich and wealthy and powerful, 99% um, of this species aren't going to survive. So it becomes a period of time where, um, and, and it's naturally occurring. Humanitarianism is naturally becoming more expansive. And um, when that happens, control also becomes more restrictive. So these things go hand in hand. Um, and it's for us to first and foremost create that connection to freedom within so ardently that no matter what we experience externally with our comforts and with our conveniences, nobody can ever take away that freedom of who you are from you. And, um, 
we're, we will be more capable of moving through the next chapter for human life um, by doing the work that we're being pushed to do today. Finally, we're going to end the month, the, the week on Sunday the 17th. We've got Venus in conjunct Chiron, and then we've got the moon entering Pisces later on in the day and conjuncting Saturn. So early in the day, you know, our... <clears throat> And again, these aren't like, <clears throat> I wouldn't say these are major transits that um, we need to be worried about. Um, I think the major transit this week is going to be around Mercury retrograde. Now, I would be very cautious around driving and communication sent around that. Um, you know, things need to be exceptionally clear. Um, reread stuff. Don't jump to conclusions. Certainly pay attention when you're operating machinery, you know, try not to drop your phone in the toilet, that kind of thing. Back stuff up. I think that's going to be the most, uh, dynamic transit, but on Sunday the 17th, you know, this is like in the background, we're feeling Venus in conjunct Chiron. We're feeling like, um, just issues around our self-esteem, having enough resources and how they relate to our childhood wounds. Um, and then as the moon enters Pisces and later on in the day and it conjuncts Saturn, like the answer is the spiritual practice. The answer is the spiritual practice. And, you know, in closing today, um, you know, put in the work, put in the spiritual work. And sometimes the spiritual work is practical. Like for me, the spiritual work might be not drinking alcohol and staying present, you know, not, um, engaging in like, um, instant gratification relationship dynamics and shit like that. It could be very practical, um, in sense how we practice our spirituality too. It doesn't need to, it doesn't necessarily mean that we are just sitting on a pillow and going somewhere else. It means that we're living in a way that attunes us to being present and being clear. Um, and again, I just want to, in closing, I just want to reread Capricorn nine degree to you. And, um, you know, obviously there's, it's open to interpretation <laughs> And what stands out to you and your intuitive guidance is, is going to be the right thing. A woman washes a man's feet and dries them with her hair. Unfallen light becomes a force to be reckoned with for it seeks to renew the world. Small things add up here as ritual pervades. Greater worlds being called in to mediate, guide, heighten, restore, and heal. Your intuitive faculties are resplendent with inner pictures. Something great to be done in small steps, taken up from within. A great journey from the origin of the world to full creative power of the living spirit enacted faithfully. I can't remember if I spoke about this last week, but um, the last thing I want to leave you with is this. Um... When you are having, I'm taking a nice deep breath because I'm getting nice and grounded in my body. When you are having a difficult moment and you are feeling alone, I want you to 
close your eyes and envision that there's an infinite aspect of you. And maybe you see that as a wizened old crone of some sort or a wise old being. And they have been around for eons. Their material, their energetic material has been around for eons. And it is made up of the same stuff as the entire universe. And I want you to imagine that they are just holding you and they've got your back. And so much like you might envision holding your own inner child, be that inner child. You're the child being held by your wise counterpart, that spiritual, energetic being, that soul that has existed for eons, that will exist for eons. And just as you are in your adult form, have them hold you, sit in their lap, get that cuddle, feel that comfort like a child and a parent. And really use this week as an opportunity to tap into that higher side of us. Higher meaning having more perspective, not higher as in better, higher as in better vantage point, more perspective, eagle eye view, okay? That being that isn't worried about this human life, this short little blip, because in the infinite length of that being's life, there's just nothing to worry about, right? So you are that being, and this is a moment in time to even more so empower the connection with that being. How sometimes we don't feel like we can connect with that being, and we have a really hard time just being with ourselves. And um, if that is you, then you might consider some kind of energy work, um, working with somebody. And for all those that know, I'm an astrologer, but I'm also an energy practitioner and a life coach. And I see people um, on a package basis or on one-off session basis. And so if you feel that there are some dark forces around you and you're having a hard time unfolding your own energetic experience um, and sort of seeing blind spots in your own belief system and things like that, um, perhaps working with me directly or working with someone directly is, is this is the time to do so. Um, all my bookings and the info around my bookings are located on my website, www.rebeccaconran.com. Um, rates, session types, all that stuff is on there. You can book directly online. Um, and I also offer my recorded readings under astrology forecasts. And those are, um, 30 minute readings based on your own birth chart that I send you. You're free to send me some questions. I will answer them in the recorded reading. And that's also a way to kind of get a little bit of support, um, for the upcoming months. So all of that is available on my website, www.rebeccaconran.com. 
All right, friends, thanks again to our donors, our patrons, um, and I will speak to you next week. Lots of love.